Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. The biggest one for me has been using it as a, a notepad, really. I didn't think I would I would think of it as a notebook as much as I do, because traditionally what, when I've tried to journal or tried to do to-do lists and things like that, I'm always backing up into apps. So things like Day One or Apple Notes or OmniFocus, you know, stuff like that. What I found with the Mini is I've started to do a journal in GoodNotes, but also a general running things of stuff I want to do within Notability. And I found that I'm carrying it around almost like a journal, like a paper journal. Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. In this episode, we are joined by technology consultant and writer Lee Peterson. The main focus of this episode is getting work done on Lee's iPad of choice, the iPad Mini. We also touch a bit at the opening of the interview on 10 years of iPad, as this week is the anniversary of that original announcement on January 27th, 2010. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to Monday's episode where I kind of go through the opening keynote, have a listen to that. That is, I think, a really good look back at what that original announcement was and looking back at it today. As a reminder, you can support the podcast by leaving a review in Apple Podcast or financially by heading over to patreon.com slash iPadPros. Every dollar is of huge help. Thank you if you currently or have in the past support the show there. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. With that said, here's my interview with Lee, all about the iPad Mini. Enjoy. Can you first introduce yourself and what kind of work you do on the iPad, Lee? So obviously my name's Lee Peterson. I'm based in the UK. My main device these days tends to be the iPad Mini, <laughs> strangely enough. From, I've got kind of two jobs. So my day job, I'm a, I'm a technical consultant for, for a large kind of company here. It's a US company. Uh, we've got a lot, a lot of presence in the UK as well. And I use the iPad Mini for that predominantly. So uh, making notes and, you know, sketching ideas and things like that. Uh, but I also freelance write, which is where I've kind of, I've used the iPad a lot as well. It's kind of where I started using it was the freelance writing. So I've written for places like Cult of Mac and I've done a few things for The Loop, uh, The Loop magazine when it when it was going back in the day. But mostly it's on my own blog. So it's lgpuk.blog. Uh, it's kind of write about productivity and apps and whatever kind of takes my fancy at the moment, at that moment, to be honest. The iPad is predominantly probably 80% of, of anything I do, basically, is, happens on that. And before we dive into, we're going to focus on the iPad mini on this episode, because I think it's a really interesting device for people to get work done. Uh, it's not exactly an iPad Pro, but before we dive into all that, we're now at basically 10 years since the iPad's been announced. The, that'll happen this week that this episode comes out. When that was announced, what did you initially think of it and how long did it take you to adopt it into a productivity kind of device for yourself? For me, I'd gotten into the in, into using Macs a few years before then. The white MacBook, the plastic one, that was my first Mac and, and I'd gotten into iPhone and I was I was doing predominantly a lot of the stuff already on the iPhone at that point. When it was released, yeah, I was really enthusiastic about it. I got one day one. In the UK, it was a little bit later than the States, if I remember rightly. I tried my best at that point from the iPad one to to use it full time but as you know with when when it first came out the software wasn't quite, wasn't up to where we were where we are now i pretty much got every ipad and to be honest back back sort of 2010 to 20 probably about 3 or 4 years i'd always used the i tried to use the ipad as my primary device but always fallen back to the mac because of something was was missing predominantly back then it was either something to do with photography or something to do with uh, music cuz i play guitar and I, I i like to record my own stuff and it was very hard at that point to connect a lot of devices to it 
because you needed to go through uh, the headphone jack for a lot of stuff and it, mm-hmm. it was quite unreliable the quality wasn't wasn't that great so i used to fall back to my mac for kind of more productive stuff as in music production not so much uh, you know task managers and stuff like that it wasn't really to be honest until the ipad pro came out the the 12.9 that i i went all in and i've kept using it not the 12.9 but i've kept using the ipad predominantly from for like 90% of the stuff i do uh, the only bit that I struggle, I still struggle a little bit with is music stuff, but everything else I do on the iPad. And it's kind of interesting. The original iPad had that keyboard stand yeah, yeah. Uh, that came with it. So they, they were thinking productivity from day one, but they didn't quite get there until many years later when they finally got the software as well as all the hardware more appropriate. I mean, I remember I remember using one, you know, the day it came out and, and it just felt like the future. And, and to me, I'm still blown away using the iPad. My, you know, I still you take a step back and think actually what you're doing on a device that small and that thin. It still amazes me even now, all this time, all this time later. And like I said, when the 12.9 came out and the smart keyboard and the pencil, that's when it all kind of clicked for me. And, and, and I used it for work more than I used to before. I didn't used to use it for my kind of day job that much. But as soon as the pencil came out, I used it probably about 70% of the time just writing on the on the iPad rather than using note paper. Yeah. My favorite thing to use that original keyboard dock for the iPad was using it with an iPod Touch because it also fit into that slot so you'd have this little Oh, of course. mobile uh, <laughs> typewriter basically. <laughs> It was great. Yeah, I had a boss at the time that was big into to Apple, and when the iPad came out, we both got one. And yeah, I, I remember using his a little bit. I never actually got that that uh, keyboard stand when it came out. I'd always kind of try to Bluetooth keyboards in, but in the end, I just tended to use the glass most of the time. Right, smart keyboards attached to my my big iPad all the time, basically. So let's dive into the iPad Mini a bit. Uh, that's what we're going to focus on in this episode. And it's a device that I've owned in the past. I think I had the fourth generation. Where are they on now? The sixth? Uh, fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think I had the fourth and I sold it at some point. What inspired you this time around? You bought this fifth generation and then returned it and then bought it again. What, what was kind of the initial struggle with this device and why get it again? If I go back just a little bit, the iPad Mini 2, one with the Retina screen. I had the very first one that came out. And then when the Retina one came out, I, I picked that one up straight away. And that's still used in our family today. That's my, my daughter's iPad pretty much. And that's how many days? That's, that's quite a few years old now. And yeah. it's, it's showing its age, but it's still going for the stuff that she's doing. When the 5 came out with the pencil support, that's what pushed me over for that one. Because I sold my 12.9 iPad quite, quite a while ago. And I've, I 10.5 inch Pro is, is my day-to-day. You know, that's, that's my, my, my machine. I travel with work and I do customer meetings. And having something that was smaller that I could take with me and make notes on, I wanted to give it a go because I'd always liked that form factor. And having the pencil support on it just seemed like a no-brainer to me so I picked it up I used it for a bit and to be honest I did invest in it when I I got it and I was using the I bought the the Logitech crayon with it and I was finding that the smaller screen was giving me some kind of not RSI issues but I was finding it less comfortable to write on because of the size of the screen yeah so I'd I'd returned it within my window within my 15-day window and I needed to do some traveling again with work and I thought no I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give it another go as I do I don't I don't always return stuff within the window I don't like doing that but I do take advantage of that 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 sometimes and I and I picked one up again and and I really invested in the crayon again and and using it even though it's not as comfortable as the bigger iPad I've gotten used to using it and I I use it you know if I'm on a train or sat waiting around even at, at home you know I tend to pick up my mini now instead of using my phone just because 
you know, I'm a bit older now. My eyes are not uh, not as good as they used to be as well. So I mean, I'm the same way with my 10 half inch iPad. That's my at home device. And I rarely will use my phone. Like why bother? I've got the iPad. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And, and I was going through a, a thing. I think I had an iPhone. I think I would have had a 10 at the time. And I'm it's a lot better now, but I was very frustrated with Face ID. And having an iPad with Touch ID felt better for me than having the iPhone because I like the mini size. I like Touch ID. So for me, using the, the iPad mini was actually better than using my phone because I didn't actually like using my phone that much because of the, the, the troubles I was having with Face ID. Hmm. Yeah. Which thankfully have gotten better with the with the new phone. I, I don't seem to have any problems now, but I still just prefer that tactile uh, unlocking with my phone. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm yeah. an old man yelling at the clouds, you know, but it's, <laughs> it's for me, it's just comfortable. And, and I just like this. I, I do generally just just love the mini size with, you know, we do all sorts of stuff. I do want it. Yeah, it's an interesting size because things are just scaled down. The icons are smaller, things like that. I see kids with them at airports sometimes. And it's like, oh, that's actually perfect for, you know, a kid as far as proportionally everything lines up with how they're working and you actually don't lose any screen space sort of from like the 9.7 inch because everything is just scaled down a bit the only time that sometimes i will reach over and get my 10.5 is when i read comic books so i use my uh, i've got a marvel unlimited subscription and i do like to read the, the mini is, is is okay for reading it but sometimes the text is a little small yeah and you have to zoom in more to see it whereas on the 10.5 and, and all the other bigger ones then it's you can just read it you don't have to do any zoom in you can flick through it so that's the only time that i tend to fall back to the bigger ipad is is reading comics really yeah and do you see yourself ever using the bigger ipad pro side by side with the mini are there situations where you're using both iPads simultaneously? Occasionally when I'm doing something where I want a reference rather than... I'm not a huge... I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I don't tend to use the split screen that much. I'm still a very much one app person. You know, I tend to just have one app at a time. And sometimes if I'm doing something, I might have maybe a video running on the iPad and I might make notes on the on the mini. And I've even used the mini with my Mac as well. If I'm recording guitar or something on my Mac, I might actually push something over from over from my Mac onto the mini, you know, with the new features within, within Mac OS. Sidecar, is it? I, I do tend to push stuff over to there as well if i just want to look at some guitar tablature or video or i you know just have apple music over there i i've used it more than i thought i would actually in that respect because this is the mini that's just as fast as the current air is that right i think so yeah i've not noticed it uh slowing down I, I, it's quick i think is it quicker than the 10.5 or is it the same processor i, I think it'd be the same processor but i think a similar phenomenon to the iPhone SE, where it feels faster than the 6S because it's driving a smaller screen. I think there's something to that with the screen being smaller. There's less to push. Less pixels. Yeah, that would make sense because it definitely feels snappier than my 10.5. I think I need to refresh on on my 10.5 because I'm noticing things like GarageBand. I'm, I'm having a, a lot of uh, latency issues and, and the app just crashing and I'm, I don't really want to replace it. Yeah. So I, I, I do like the 10.5. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on there with that one. But yeah, and no, performance-wise on the Mini... Uh, on this latest one, I, I've not had any issues, even using GarageBand and recording instruments on it. Yeah. Now, you mentioned you use the pencil quite a bit. Where? How do you carry it? Do you have a special case that has a pencil holder with it? or? No, no, nothing that elegant. It just tends to just go in my leg. It just tends to go in my bag. So okay. if I'm 
if I'm traveling, uh, if I'm with work, for instance, I'll have a, my, my laptop, my work laptop, I'll have a laptop bag. So my, my big work laptop will be in there, but also the mini and, and the pencil will just be in, in a pocket there somewhere. And you just have one. You don't have a second that's like charged up in case your first one is out of battery. The only one that I use with the mini is the crayon, is the Logitech crayon. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So I've, so I've got a pencil, which I, which is permanently paired with my uh, 10.5 i bought the logitech crayon one because i wanted to try it uh, but also because i thought well i'll just keep it with the mini and to be honest i prefer the crayon i prefer the texture to it and the weight is a bit lighter i think than the pencil but also it's it's the shape and the texture on it because it's like a metal uh, texture rather than than i find the pencil good but it's a little bit slippery i find it a little bit uncomfortable over time where the crayon is uh, if you haven't tried one and then i definitely recommend checking one out in store because i think i prefer it to the pencil <laughs> It's triangle shaped, the crayon, is that right? It's kind of rectangular if you're looking down it. And it's, so it's no, it's not triangular to hold. It is more flat. Okay. Because the only thing that I've noticed is the pencil tip seems a little kind of more rigid than the, the Apple pencil one. It feels a bit more plasticky. Hmm. Okay. When you start using it, it does feel different to the pencil. Not a huge amount, but yeah. you can notice it if you write a lot. It feels a little bit more slippery. And with that one, there's a power switch to turn it off when you're actually done with it, which is yeah. nice. Because I have found, I have the original Apple pencils because I'm still on the second generation iPad Pro. So... I have experienced where the pencil's just dead and takes a bit to charge it back up. And that does seem like a nice thing. Am I right that the crayon's only compatible with third generation Pros and this current generation of the Mini and the Air? Is that accurate? I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure about testing it on newer devices. I know it doesn't work on the 10.5, but yeah, um, yeah it, it works it, it works really well. I, like, I really like it. I really like the crayon. As far as the keyboard, do you use an external keyboard or what do you do there? I use the glass, to be honest. I did try one. I bought a third party, an Amazon one. One of these ones with the, you know, you can click the key, the, the iPad into it. So it's like yeah. a case. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the keys were, were so small. I've not done this, but the only way I would I would type with this iPad is to use, a, you know, a, an Apple keyboard and a Bluetooth keyboard. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend buying a, a smaller case. I would love it if Apple somehow could bring out a smart keyboard for it that had bigger keys. But I don't ever see that happening. <laughs> so it's not something I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to bank on but yeah I, to be honest if i'm writing like a blog post up i tend to just t- thumb type on it because my blog posts are quite small unless yeah. i'm doing a review of something i tend to just i tend to just thumb type to be honest with the ipad mini you can do the iphone keyboard thing you do the swipe thing as well i'd imagine right you can do that yeah you can you can shrink it and you can get the little keyboard on the side like you do with the bigger one but i find it comfortable just to hold yeah. in in portrait and just just thumb type it so you mentioned it being a bit more difficult to use the pencil with the smaller screen. What are you exactly using the pencil for? You're taking notes during client meetings. Is that the main use of it? If I'm away on a client site, then I'll use uh, Notability. I'll use that just to, to, to write notes down from the meeting. What I do sometimes is if I, if I can do a diagram to help explain something a bit better, I might do that outside of the meeting or in the meeting and, and I can send that to them direct. Uh, if I'm at home, to be honest, I use it just as my notebook. I tend to work on pen in terms of my to-do list and productivity stuff is all handwritten for me for when it comes to work. So it is my notebook with everything in it. So, you know, my to-dos and what I've got to do today, tomorrow all the rest of it. So I just replaced my field notes effectively with, with this mini. Very cool. And apps in split screen, you don't use it much, but if you do use split screen on the mini, what's that experience like? So you already have a smaller screen and then splitting that in half. Are you basically getting iPhone apps at this point? Yeah, I think so. The only way I've done it is as I do, I tend to switch productivity apps quite frequently, which is 
something I'm trying to sort out. I might put two product productivity apps side by side and move move them across from one app to the other or, co- or copy and paste or whatever. So that's the only time I've done it, to be honest. But with a mini is very much a notebook for me. Yeah. So I'll just have a notability full screen. Or I might go into, I've started to do mind maps as well. So using something like MindNode. So it's quite good for that as well, for using, for doing mind maps. But yeah, typically I'll just, I'll just operate in one, in one app on the mini. Now you mentioned photography is kind of something you're really into. Yeah. How do you use the mini in that workflow? And does it excel in different ways from the iPad Pro with its size, letting you bring it in different environments the size is a big one for me so if i go to i go to air shows quite a lot or just go out with the family you know go out the day i take my my canon my dslr and i've got a just you know the sd adapter just the and i just i basically what i do is i just use it for backing up my memory cards if i'm out and about if i'm out for something like an air show you're there for the whole day and you haven't got stuff happening all day so what i'll tend to do is if i've shot a load of photos I'll use the SD card reader, put them onto the mini and then quickly go through them, you know, and I can say, all right, delete, delete, delete. Or I can even load, load an app, you know, just go into photos and do a bit of editing just to pass a bit of time. But the main thing for me was the performance of the mini is up there now where you can do this stuff and you can run some of these kind of heavier apps like like Procreate or, you know, Lightroom or Dark, I use Darkroom on or, and, and Affinity Photo as well. But uh, yes, portability is the main reason for me. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm losing that much, you know, in terms of quality from the the bigger one. It's it's just so much easier just to carry. I can put it in my pocket, you know, if I'm wearing jeans. So yeah, perfect really for me for size wise. Because camera bags, you know, c- camera bags have got a lot of space in them. I could put my laptop in there if I wanted to, but if you're carrying batteries around and lenses, then the smaller you can get your your devices, the better. And how much capacity is on that iPad? This is a two fifty six. And you also would have to buy less SD cards for your camera if you're offloading and deleting, right? You wouldn't need to actually swap yeah. cards. You can just delete. I can do that. Yeah. I, I take What I tend to do, though, is I, I, I like backups of backups. <laughs> so if you're going out with a family, you tend to keep more shots. So as if you're going to an air show, stuff moves really quickly. So when you're taking shots, you're panning, you're panning, say, scanning a plane taking off. And these are, you know, military stuff. So it's all really fast. You might get, you've got a lot of shots with people's heads. <laughs> or, yeah. or the backs of people's heads or the sky so it's like it's, it's you can go in and quickly delete those and make so much it makes it so much easier when you eventually offload them all mm-hmm. uh you know after a three or four day show so it works really well really well for that and for post-processing is the screen big enough for you to do work on it or are you not seeing enough of the image to actually do what you want to do there for me it works fine i'm a hobbyist i'm not a professional so for me, having the mini size is perfectly fine. Okay. You know, obviously having the 12.9 was, was great for photos, but the small one's just as good because I, I value the, the portability. Yeah. And do you have any kind of hidden gem apps that you use on the mini that you really love, apps that aren't super well-known? Some of the ones I like are ones that a lot of people know, I think. So things like Ferrite for recording or IA Writer for for writing or darkroom for, for photo editing where i where i really like using it is for like the guitar stuff and, and reading guitar tablature and things like that so there's some good kind of guitar tablature apps that that, that i use i'm just gonna i've got about four or five on this so i'm just and they're all called really really bad naming but there's one called <laughs> there's one from there's one from ultimate guitar uh which is just called literally called tabs which is imaginative but <laughs> i use that as as bringing up you know music tablature effectively on your notation so that if you're uh, learning a particular song or if you're following along with, with with trying to learn something you've got the the sheet music effectively there that you can use yeah uh, and we do that as well for 
my daughter plays piano, so you know we can just have it sideways on on a music stand, and you can just follow along that size. And that's a, that's another good thing for the mini size is music stands. They will take a lot of weight, mm-hmm. but obviously you want something lighter so that it doesn't fall off the piano or <laughs> fall, fall, yes. fall onto the floor. Yeah. Uh, so it's been it's been really good in that respect. More for the music stuff, to be honest. So most of the apps I use are ones that I think everybody else uses. You know, the more popular apps like mm-hmm. your you know your OmniFocuses or your Fantasticals or Apple Notes or you know Photos Reader for for RSS stuff. That's one maybe that's a that's not so much for production, but I use Reader uh, for reading RSS. So R E E D E R. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that one. I've uh, used RSS less and less over the years. Uh, I used to use it a lot more back in the college era when I was going to school. These days, it it's, seems to be even like harder to find the RSS feeds for places as well. I've gone the other way. I've kind of switched back to RSS. <laughs> but in a while, I mean, something like Reader, if you're adding a, a URL, you can just put in the URL and it'll find the feed for you. Oh, brilliant. So you just go to the homepage and type that in. You add the feed and it, it can figure out where the, most of the time anyway, I can't remember in many instances where it hasn't found the RSS feed. Yeah. You can just subscribe to it within the app. I just find it a lot easier to, uh, a lot easier just to consume content via RSS, sure. you know, it's than, than traditional going to the to the site and getting loads of ads in your face. Yeah. So has there anything that's been kind of surprising about using the mini to get work done? Something that when you initially got it, you were not so sure about. Now it's like, wow, this is like any aha moments. I think the biggest one for me has been using it as a, a notepad, really. I didn't think I would I would think of it as a notebook as much as I do. Because traditionally, what, when I've tried to journal or tried to do to-do lists and things like that, I'm always backing up into apps. So things like Day One or Apple Notes or OmniFocus, you know, stuff like that. What I found with the mini is I've started to do a journal in GoodNotes, but also a general running things of stuff I want to do within Notability. And I found that I'm carrying it around almost like a journal, like a paper journal. So I've got no problem getting the crayon, writing down what I need to do, ticking stuff off and treating it literally like a paper journal or a paper notepad. Yeah. Which which I was surprised that how much I use that. That's probably the one for me is, you know, consuming content and, you know, that kind of stuff you can do on any of these devices but for me because of the size and the portability of the mini i'm really carrying it around with me and and you know at the end of the day if i you know i'll write a few thoughts down or in the morning i'll write a few things i want to do today i'm actually falling away from using a traditional kind of to-do app and falling more back into you know writing things down basically and treating this as a paper notebook rather than Hmm. an ipad yeah which is probably the biggest thing for me that that was the main thing i wanted to get out of it and it seems to be that's the way that it's kind of gone over time. Now, the iPad Mini, it went many, many years without an upgrade. We thought it might have been killed off, but it wasn't. If it was updated again, what kind of things would you like to see it add to or change? It's two things. I could see keeping the same form factor, but bumping the screen up. So maybe putting Face ID on it. Yeah. Maybe bringing the bezel, taking the bezels away as much as you can so you get a bigger screen in this form factor. That would be one that would be really good. And the other one would be USB-C. And I've never really been someone who's advocated for having USB-C on iPads. And I haven't got a USB-C on any of my iPads. But the more of the devices I've got, like I use a MacBook, 12-inch MacBook. I've got a Nintendo Switch. Uh, my work laptop is USB-C. So many devices I've got are USB-C. And also some of the music equipment that I plug into stuff is USB-C. And the number of times I'm getting frustrated at Lightning now is... Uh, I didn't think I would be, 
<laughs> yeah, I think I think a bigger screen, you know, lose the bezels effectively and USB C just just for that convenience of charging. Yeah. Now your divisional labor. When do you use the Mac? When do you use the bigger iPad? When do you use the Mini? How's that divide up? So for me, the only time I really use a Mac now is when I want to record. So the one thing that's still a little frustrating about using iOS is for music recording. And that's this two thing two problems. One is GarageBand is a little bit is a little bit uh, unreliable, and I don't know. Like I said a little bit earlier, I don't know if that's because of the age of the iPad or whether that is just is not a good app, you know. And and the audio interface is again, if it was USB C, I'd have a bit more flexibility. The audio interfaces that I use uh, plug into my Mac really easy, and I actually I, I prefer using Logic Pro on my Mac than I do GarageBand on the iPad. So whether Logic Pro came over to the iPad might help, and USB may help. If both of those things came in, I could probably get away with not using a Mac at all. But Mac is probably about 10%, probably. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time is probably, out of that 90%, is probably 60% mini and, what's that, 30%, 10.5? Yeah. And my phone hardly gets used at home. Huh. Yeah. For recommendations and... Who would you recommend the Mini 2 over, say, the Pros or even the new Air? And I say new Air, but it's uh, quite old at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think, I know a lot of people say kids. The Mini is perfect for kids. Now, uh, my daughter, uh, she's got a Mini, but she's quite happy on, on any of the iPads that we've got. I think a lot of, the reason I think a lot of people used to go for them was maybe because they were one of the cheaper devices. Yeah, nine more, it's a, it's a little bit of a premium device. Like, you pay... Yeah. Similar amounts to the Air, is that right? It's more, I think. Okay. Yeah, I paid over five hundred for this. I can't, I can't, I can't remember the the without looking at the prices. I I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's not as you know the lowest iPad you can get. You know the nine point seven or ten ten point one nine point seven ten point yeah that that that's probably the best one to, even for kids. I would say the Mini now is for basically anyone that wants to travel a lot with it. You know, like I said, for me using it as a a field note as a portable as a notebook where I don't have to keep buying notebooks every two months and I can export my notes out, you know, being on client sites, being in work, even if it's not client stuff, even if you're just in, if you're in an office or working from home, making notes as part of your day job, getting away from pen and paper. I think the mini is, is, is worth a shout. I, I don't necessarily think it's just for kids. Yeah. I think it's for anyone that just wants something really, really light and portable because performance wise, it's been great. And, you know, doing my photography, doing the music stuff when I can get it to work properly. Uh, making notes on it every day, watching videos, listening to music. It does everything everything you want. I think it literally does just come down to, to portability, and which seems a bit strange because all the iPads are very portable. But if, if you are traveling with a lot of kit, then anything you can do to reduce the size of your technology is probably a good thing. But yeah, that's, that's what I think as far as basically anyone that wants to use it as a field note, as digital field note. And are you a smart cover user or what case yeah. do you use? Yeah, smart, just a smart cover. Yeah, I don't tend to baby my Apple devices that much. They don't get banged around. I do look after them, but I tend to either the back will be covered in stickers within a few months, uh, which a lot <laughs> of people will cringe about. But uh, for this one, I, I I did buy screen protector for it. Okay. Just a, just a, you know, an Amazon cheap jobby which is fine, you know, it works absolutely fine. And the smart cover, which which is an official one, you know, one of the official Apple ones, which I wish they did a few more colors because when I think when I bought mine, you could only get it in like gray and papaya or something like that. I got gray and it's looking, 
it picks up all the grime and stuff. Yeah. Not, that, not that we, not that I'm a particularly dirty person, but it shows wear really quickly. Do you know if they make the screen protectors that give it like a tactile feel for the pencil, or is that only the bigger I've had? Uh, so I'm not sure. The, the, the paper, I think it's called paper, isn't it? There's, yeah. there's one that's out there a lot of people rave about. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not sure if they do it for this size because. I'll have a, I will have a look into that because the one I've got, I think that's the reason why the, the crayon maybe doesn't feel as good as on my bigger iPad because the bigger iPad I've got hasn't got a screen protector yeah. at all. So I think maybe the, the cheap screen protector probably isn't help the isn't helping the feel of the, the pencil on the screen. Yeah, but I'm the same way as far as I, I love the smart connector. I use the smart keyboard, but I don't want anything in the back of the iPad because when I set my iPad down, I just set it down face down and it's protected on the table that way. It seems fine. I'm the same with my phone as well, where I don't tend to use cases. I buy Apple Care on all my devices. I've got it on this iPad as well. I, I buy Apple Care on stuff I know is going to go out of the house a lot. So if it's something that I'm likely to break, and I do normally end up going through at least one of the Apple Care replacements, but I just don't like all the plastic and everything on, on, on top of the device. Yeah, I have a case I'll take on hikes. If I'm going on a hike, a you know purpose-driven case, it's like, oh, I'm going on a hike. Let me put, put you in the case today. But that's about it. Yeah, and no, I'm the same. If I'm out on a day trip somewhere to a theme park or you know wherever you know for a hike like you said for a walk if you know you're going to be in a position where you want to take a lot of photos and you don't have to worry about it then yeah if you've got a not a box lying around or or, you know whatever then then yeah i'm the same i I, I use it for those because last thing you want to do if you're on holiday or out for a long walk is break your phone and then have to worry about having to try and get an apple store appointment to get it replaced (laughs) so anything we didn't cover about Getting worked on the iPad Mini that you'd like to before you wrap it up? I think I've got everything. I think I've covered everything that I had in my notes. In a way, it's kind of once you've used an iPad and you, you kind of you know how it works, they all work very similar, don't they? Yeah. It tends to be the form factor that makes the change. And for me, like I said, the Mini is is for me anyway is is almost the perfect form factor because of the way it's replaced my need for a paper notebook and being able to just chuck it in a bag and and not not worry about it being able to put photos on it being able to watch videos on it be able to take it on holiday be able to listen to music it's uh, for me it's it's, it's the it's almost the perfect ipad for the midi i'd almost as we talked about purpose-driven cases i almost want a case that i could pop on that has like a hand grip so i can be writing on it while standing and it's not slipping on my hand or something that would be kind of a nice addition for that one yeah, I can. I bet you could probably get something like that. Yeah. On the Mini Two, when my 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 daughter was a bit younger, I I got sent some uh, some cases by Spec for review. Mm-hmm. They were like these more sturdy, like kid friendly ones that were, had, yeah. had handles on the back and had all these. So they, they, there's probably stuff out there. That's that's one of the good things again with iPad is uh, you can go and find pretty much if it's a, a certain case that you want. Odds are that if you go on Amazon, you'll find it because there's a massive market for it. Yeah, and this form factor has remained. I think identical since the original mini. Nothing. It's again thinner, maybe right, a little bit. Uh, or maybe is, is it the same? It might be the same as that. The no, no, one. it is different. When the original mini came out, yeah, I bought a leather case, one of the Apple leather cases, but it was one that had a back as well. Mm-hmm. So you put you, you kind of in. It's a bit like the you know the Apple leather cases for the phones. Yeah. So it's pretty much that for a mini with a with a cover on the front of it. And when I went and I again, I don't. I was just curious to see if it fitted, and it doesn't fit this new one. So okay. they changed something. Yeah, the Mini 1 and Mini 2 were the same. And then they changed something in the duration between the 5. And the 5 doesn't fit those Mini 2 or Mini 1 or 2 cases anymore. Okay. Imagine 3, 4, and 5 are the same. Maybe, guess. yeah. So, and even the magnets, the magnets are different too because I had a, a smart cover from the oh. original. And that doesn't fit either. So it must be they must have done something with the magnets inside it too. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's not a huge, uh, it's not a huge deal because they, they're on, on my, my daughter's iPad anyways. Yeah. Well... 
Lee, with that, where can people find the work you do, the writing you do on various websites and your blog? Uh, the best place to go is just my blog, really, which is where I do everything these days. So it's ljpuk.blog. Uh, and that'll be links off to everything everything I do from there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate learning more about you know using the Mini to get work done. It's a device I'm very curious about myself. Th- thanks for inviting me on. It's been, it's been good. Well, that was my interview with Lee. Thanks to Lee for his time recording, and thanks to you for your time tuning in and listening. As mentioned at the top of the episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts right now to leave a review if you haven't already. Every review is of huge help making the show more visible in search and helping those algorithms pop up the show more so others can discover the podcast. You can also financially support the show over at patreon.com slash iPad pros. With that, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to everyone again real soon.